Hello, my name is Rob Rossi. This is Getting Lumped Up with Rob Rossi. And today I got a special guest, a fellow bartender, a guy that we worked in a few bars together. Uh, Guzzo, how you doing today, Guzzo? How you doing, Robbie? Pretty good, man, pretty good. So how you been, man? Uh, busy. Busy? Busy with uh, art, music, um, bartending, you know, all that stuff. Lots of planning. As a plan- Where are you bartending nowadays? Currently, I'm uh, working at a speakeasy uh, in Williamsburg. Uh, it's called Geraldine's. Uh, we go, we do everything from uh, burlesque to uh, live music and uh, and uh, just parties, events, DJs. Um, what do you think of the days back in the days in Bolts Street? How crazy that place <laughs> was! You remember some of those crazy fucking. Um, Stories from back in the day when we worked at Balls Tweet. I was, um, I never forget the girl that grabbed your, <laughs> to grab your beer. You fucking were like, fuck you. <laughs> um, lots of memorable uh, moments, unforgettable. Uh, a lot of good times, a lot of good laughs. A lot of good laughs. Um, something to really look back when you're 70 years old. And Can you believe the place is a Santa bar now? <laughs> what, what do you think of? It went from being, if, that, if those walls can talk, that shit that they sold. They'll be like, these, I can't believe we went from this crazy bar to a fucking Santa bar. That's how it goes. That's how it goes, Robbie. That's, uh, there'll be other seats planted, you know. Yeah. And, uh, there'll be more laps. Uh, but you're definitely right about that. <laughs> Some of the stuff that I saw there. I used to keep in touch with Brian. Do you ever talk to Brian? Brian calls me once in a while. Uh, we played a number game with him. Uh, like he'll give me a specific time and, and the, the name of the game is to uh, give him a, a specific date in return yeah. a specific time like if he goes uh, 12 uh, 34 you know and if I if I catch him at the same time it'll be like a touche type of thing it's weird yeah but <laughs> that's my, uh, and it's, been, it's been going on for years so um, are you still working on your music or do you still play do you still uh, play guitar absolutely yeah yeah um I've been in several bands um, in New York City, and uh, currently I'm uh, just starting a solo thing called uh, Lupus Day, and uh, it's it's just a lot of like uh, space, psychedelic, atmospheric, uh, rock, um, and I welcome anybody else that wants to come on board and collaborate with that, but uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Not bad, not bad, because I know you've been a musician for years. I still talk to uh, Nate once in a while because he works in upstate. Yeah, yeah, I see him every and, now um, and then. He's, he's, he's doing good. He's up there. He, his wife is doing good. She owns that Taqueria place. I know, yeah. Um, and that, that place is uh, used to be on Ludlow, right? Uh-huh. Or, or, or that, yeah, and now we moved over here, and they, I think they're doing good in the new spot. Um Another thing, I see that you're doing a lot more artwork. How's your artwork doing? Uh, well, I still uh, have my one-man show uh, at La Poisson Rouge, uh, the gallery at uh, LPR. And, oh, uh, yeah, that's a good place. It's, uh, they've extended uh, my stay there, and, uh, but I am in the works of uh, making something new and fresh. Um, I'm working with uh, film um, visuals and uh, sculpture photography and I'm trying to put that all in one so uh, see where it goes with that so the one man show got extended so that means you had like a stitch but they extended because they must be popular then right (laughs) maybe they're just trying to 
sell my work. All right, let's do she a little like a, shot, man. This is getting healthy. lumped up, and we're sure. pretty sober right now. <laughs> might have to go smoke a giant doobie, and then come back and keep talking. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, you have an interesting story. You're originally from Italy or, or Canada. You came from Canada, and then you recently had to go back and come back. How was your Canadian experience that you went back to Canada? Because <laughs> that must have been fascinating. Um... Yeah, I was born in Italy, and uh, I stayed in Canada for a little bit uh, while uh, my family got all the paperwork in order and uh, moved here. But the intention was always based out of New York City. New York City. Um, most of my extended family is between here and Italy, and uh, but Canada's great. Uh, lots of stories there from between the beaver and the moose and the wolves and uh, you know they're friendly but you don't want to mess with those guys they're really good on, on the ice the way they fight yeah so, you know but they'll apologize they'll throw a punch in your face and they'll be like sorry eh so. <laughs> uh, do you happen to go to the um, hockey hall of fame where you were out there many times uh, how is that place because I've never been there I, uh, oh you know I've never been to the the, the new one I, I went to the original one yeah and uh, my favorite team's always been the Montreal Canadiens. I like that team. The Montreal Canadiens, yeah, good team. Um, and uh, and they they have a little bit of everything from all those teams. Um, and it's uh, I got to be honest with you, it's really hard following it now. I just uh, I don't There's like too many way, teams. Too many teams, and um, and I don't like the way it's system. Um, meaning, there's a lot of. I, I know I understand. I'm trying to make it fair with for everybody yeah. but it still seems unfair yeah. as far as I'm concerned a lot of good teams are not making the playoffs anymore I, I, let me tell you the Islanders look like they're making a little playoff run there they're looking sure. great and they got the same coach from the Capitals that you see what he did with the Capitals I have, and, a, I have a soft spot for the Islanders yeah. always did I, I, I'm hoping they go all the way I'd like to see the Islanders do something because they haven't done nothing you know the Rangers are always almost there not there but the Islanders is like they're really the forgotten hero because the Rangers are one of the original six, so they should That's have right. a lot more. I think the Montreal Canadiens were one of the original six because yes, they got about what 20, 23 Stanley Cup or something, yeah, if I'm they're, correct. They're they're like the Yankees, of yeah, hockey. they're the Yankees of hockey. But uh, then you have the Toronto Maple Leafs who have the, the Maple Leafs, yeah. But the Leafs are the only uh, out of all the original six, which is uh, Chicago, Detroit, Toronto, Montreal, New York. And uh, Boston and all those teams, except for Toronto, within the last forty years, have all won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Except for Toronto, they just still can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a pretty big deal when they finally win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it will point. be a big deal. That's incredible. The original that they haven't won. Yeah, because I think Boston won not too long ago. The Bruins won. Um, the Rangers won the Stanley Cup not too long ago, but they got beat. I was very shocked last year that the. Um, Golden Knights made it to the Stanley Cup that quick no, the first year. That guys. was great, man. Those guys were like that was a team that just that they were put together, and they had a pretty good. Um, they had a nice little run there. According to my, know? my fiance, uh, apparently they make a really good sushi there as well. Oh yeah, and where? Well, in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to Vegas? I lived there for a short while. Oh, you lived there for a short while. So we knew, and then we hung out with a lot of chefs. Places to go here and discovered a lot of restaurants in the oh yeah, yeah you know well I, anytime I've been to Vegas I stay on Fremont Street and they have so many undiscovered things like old Vegas yeah. and you go there 
You can get pretty fucking fucked up for almost nothing, like for yeah. a few dollars in your head. You're, you're like, get drunk. And there was, uh, my friends went to the Hooter there, and it's like, if you buy a beer, it's $4. If you add a Jameson, it's like another dollar. So a beer to Jameson is $5. It's pretty unheard of. You know, and they, and they go to Old Vegas all the time. There used to be a place, I don't know if it's still there. Uh, it was like a New York brewery, and, um, pretty much there you got like a beer for a dollar like a they made the beer there you got like a pint of beer for a buck and it's like one of the most delicious beers you can uh, i think First it was called Ellis Ellis island i think it might have been called and it was pretty much it was fucking it was great you would go there like you could go like if there were 20 guys in the bar you could go there buy a beer for everybody the rest of the day you drink free because everybody else is buying you a fucking beer <laughs> you know it was pretty exciting man um, are you, uh, Goose, right now, are you uh, looking for any ships or places that you want to work on? Yeah, I'm, uh, when it comes to bartending, um, I'm, I'm a big slut about that. I, um, I like to, uh, I, uh, like to, you know, try to work, uh, at as many, uh, cool bars around New York City as possible from dives to lounges. I can do it all, and, uh, um... Ever since Anthony Bourdain died, it really had an effect on uh, on the way I look at life and career-wise. Oh, yeah, that was a terrible fucking death. I, I, I found his life extremely inspiring, so I've uh, really, like, you know, following those steps of, like, um, travel and experience and writing and yeah. um, uh, that whole beautiful connection with uh, food, beverage. Um, I, I, think, I think cocktails, that's my specialty, cocktails... Um, it's like fashion; they come and they go. Yeah, they come and they go. Same thing with uh, spirits. Um, yeah. Like you know, you had your whole Don Julio era, your whole Patron, Patron. era, and uh, now it's really opened up to many different types of exquisite tequilas. Oh yeah, you know what took off actually the mezcal. Mezcal is yes. like the biggest thing. That's like uh-huh. everybody now. Oh, do you have a mezcal? You got like every if you're a bar, every bar must carry at least one bottle yeah. of mezcal and. Um, you know what? It's a nice smoky, nice flavor. It's, yeah, it's, it's like kind a of smoky, delicious. Yeah, it's a smoky flavor. It's like that's when you really bite the lizard on the tongue. You yeah, know, while you're playing the Doors music. <laughs> yeah. You know, anytime I get super stoned and I think I'm gonna die, I always play um, the Doors. The this is the end. <laughs> this is the end. The end, my friend. The end. And it's pretty dark, but it's pretty funny at the same time. Um, <laughs> I, I, like uh, the other day, I took some gummies. I got really, really fucking. I was, I was like bunging out on the gummies, and I said, "Damn, I'm hungry." So I went down to the Brendan room on on 10th Street between um, A and First Avenue. I went to the Brendan room. I got that Sebastian burger. Sebastian burger. And it was fucking off the chart. I was like there eating, and I am fucking high like a motherfucker. I'm high <laughs> as hell eating. Like <laughs> I, know, I, I finished the fucking burger. I walked out. And I was so stoned, I was ready to go back and get another burger because it was that delicious. <laughs> and the guy looked That's at me like, you you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I was fucked up, man. Um, um, another thing that you do um, that's interesting you know, about you, that you when, like you bartend, you like to do mixed cocktail. I, mean, I was finding it, um, do you ever try like, to be an actor? Have you ever been like in a movie? I think you could like be like a good character actor and be in a lot of different roles and do a lot I'm of really shit. I'm really considering that. Um, I've been told that uh, a few times and it's just something I never thought about. I am a big 
dabbler of um, all the arts. Yeah. I can't really just call myself um, a musician or uh, a visual artist. I, at some point, you know, I want to pull a Rob Zombie. I want to make films. But I yeah. never thought about acting. And um, more and more people are saying that. So I'm really considering that. Um, um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, why not? I did, um, I did, like, I was in a big uh, Bollywood movie, The Chef, the movie, and I'm in it for 30 seconds, and that got me more fucking people calling me, like, oh, uh, would you like to read for this part? I'm like, I'm a fucking actor, you motherfuckers. Get the fuck out of here. And, but it was funny how that little stupid role, and the, and the way I, I didn't even know the movie was out, so this fucking Indian guy walks into the bar, oh, I know you. You're the guy. You're the guy. What the fuck are you talking about? You, you, Amazon, Amazon, motherfucker. What are you still talking? About? The guy goes finds the movie and they show the role that I was in. I was like, oh, that's a great one. I played the bartender. <laughs> I think I saw that. Uh, Robbie, uh, people go to acting school to learn how to be an actor. Yeah. What about you were in that zombie one too, right? Oh I, yeah, it's a zombie yo by Eric Moore. That was that was funny too. <laughs> Eric Moore did that Eric, one. Eric Moore did <laughs> zombie that. Zombie yo. It's zombie yo. Eric Eric got I did like three three four movies with Eric. Eric really? is actually pretty you, good. I didn't know that was an Eric Moore movie. Yeah, zombie Eric Moore. He did like you know what it was. We 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 the problem is none of us could get the schedule right, so we could all. Um, so we could all be at the same time in the same place. So we shot this scene there, then we added the person. It was insane, but um, it was a zombie yo. It's on, it's on YouTube. Uh, if you ever check it out, look up the zombie yo. And Eric it's pretty funny, yeah. Um, he it, shot Kill Code's uh, video, 6 a.m. Oh, yeah? I think that's the one. Sorry if I fuck it up, guys. Um, but, um, and it's a really good video. Like, I don't know where he is now, but he kind of disappeared. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Oh, that's the really good guitarist guy, right? Which one? Always uh, playing guitar by himself Eric? sometimes. Um, no, the guy you were talking about. Was that guy? Well, there's a guy that always plays. He plays wicked guitar. He's always on. He used to be always on Facebook. He's not on anymore. I don't see him anymore. Like he was one of your friends. And you said that guy's a very good guitarist. He told me. Priest? Got, maybe priest. Maybe it's priest. Um, he's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, been trying to work with that guy for a while. But I haven't seen him put like any live video. No, he used no. to put live video, him just jamming, and yeah, it was great. Uh, he come, uh, he kind of like you know uh, gets on a spaceship and takes off, and then <laughs> then he comes back, you know, like he does his thing. Um, uh, it'd be a treat to work with him, but we just never got there. That, um, I'm not gonna give up though. I gotta tell you, I do enjoy once in a while where you just put the thing on and it's you like just jamming with the guitar, <laughs> yeah. like just playing this shit. Yeah. It's like you're dancing with a lady almost, yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. great. It's wonderful yeah, it's, stuff. It's, it's, it's another way to interpret masturbation as well. Yeah, instead <laughs> of masturbating, you play your fucking guitar. So I got, um, so Billy the Artist was there a few weeks ago. His friend brought, um, you ever heard of Lydia Lunch? Yeah, man. So um, Lydia Lunch was in the bar the other day hanging out and drinking and doing her thing and talking to Biddy and um she's also got a podcast and Biddy the artist was just artist she's trying to um, market it take it out on the uh-huh. June in June so I think I see if I would talk to Biddy because I think you'd be like a great guest on her oh, show about talking about like old New York and shit oh, like that to, and she's yeah. definitely doing a lot of stuff like that you know, yeah. so her podcast is coming wow. out also. Here we have some complimentary virtue oh. ciders. Wow, you know, you are invited to my funeral. Thank Michigan so apple. Michigan apple. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Give it up for the doctor in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yes. And uh, the score with Real Madrid and Auxerre is still nil-nil. Yeah, it's nil-nil. What's, what's, <laughs> what's the other game? That's the other game on I, the other uh, side. I think I it's even... in English. I think it's Tottenham and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, Tottenham and somebody else. I missed the other team, yeah. But, um... I'm excited with, uh, you mentioned New York, I'm really, uh, on a positive note, I'm really excited uh, about uh, everything, the way uh, New York's a locomotive and and you gotta ride that train and you can't bitch and complain about it because you're gonna fall off it and uh, you either sink or swim, I, I hope I'm not sounding harsh, but that's really it and um, people need to realize that um, that's how it goes. Every it's always changing, and you gotta have to change with the you city. You gotta change with the city. Yeah. You'll never win against that, and you just have to accept it, and and you know, keep the past in your heart, but never look back. You're not going that way. Yeah. So and be always excited about where the city is going. I'm a, I'm a futurist myself. Yeah, I, I I don't mind the change. The change, but a lot of people are like really like surprised by the change and how fast it changed. Like. A lot of little bars like this, they pretty. You give it another like twenty years, bars like this won't exist, just because people people don't communicate no more. Me, I I I got a I got a concept of a bar now that I think I think it will make a million dollars. My concept is to have a quiet bar where you go in there with your fucking phone, you bring earphones. Nobody talks to each other. You order your drink by texting the fucking bartender. And I think that's a million dollar idea. You sit in a quiet bar. Nobody's talking to each other. Everybody's texting each other. You got your you earphones to listen to whatever fucking you want. You can and make it like Starbucks. You know how you yeah. can order your coffee before you yeah. get to, uh, you know, order your drink before you get it's to like, the bar? I think this is where we headed to. Because sometimes you, you ever go, I go to bars and I see a group of kids, nobody's talking. But they all fucking texting each other because they ain't talking. They all got their head down. They're not even. The, the way is like the millennials are having less sex than ever now. This is a fucking. This is a crisis, man. Yeah. Um. And it's socially awkward. And so, socially awkward. Because they do not know how to act. They're not socializing And then, and some of them, like you know what? I, I can't complain because I've been very lucky in the bartending business. I've been in for twenty five years, and um. And I always had some other, I pretty much have almost the same customer, God bless, none of them are, there'll be a point where they're all going to start dropping dead, but they're all alive and healthy and they're doing the thing. But um, once they change, you know, like even these kids, they're not, they're not even that great of a tippers anymore. You get a very few that they, they know, they know the business, they're like, you know what, here, boom, you've been working hard. Like, um, like I was shocked, I had a very, I had a very Indian Santa, Santa Barco, the Santa Con. Yeah. My whole group was all Indian, and those guys were all young professionals. They were all great tipper, but they were all Indian. And I really think it got something to do with the fucking Bollywood movie that I was in. That I get, <laughs> I get like all these Indian customers, which I never saw in the bar. I never seen that many, and it's it's pretty funny. You know, it was uh, last year. And it's funny, but I get a lot of Indian customers. I keep thinking it's because of that stupid little thirty-second thing. That that's how life can change, and people know it. Like, I don't know what they do. Maybe it's social media. They go, ah, oh, they got an Indian Facebook. Oh, that guy works over here. Who the fuck know how that works? I have no idea. You know, you're being tracked everywhere. Yeah, it's it's funny, man. But you, like, technically, you're. You know what? Once you have a phone or something, that you're you're being tracked. Have you ever noticed you talk about something? 
Then the next few minutes, you see an ad about it. You're like, how the fuck? Yeah. This, it's, Without it, even knowing. If I even know it, the phone. Yeah, it's to the point that the phones listen to you. The fucking the, just, the cable boxes listen to you. It's it just amazing. happened to me last night. Um, so I was making a reporting a metal show tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna go see a corrosion of conformity. Yeah. Um, we're in fantasy, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, so just to get in the mood, uh, I uh, put out, you know. Uh, a metal playlist on my phone yeah and I, I came across um, uh, you know searching on YouTube and stuff I uh, came across uh, Mastodon yeah and uh, all of a sudden I go back on Facebook and there's an announcement by Mastodon that oh my god you know uh, they're uh, they're gonna be touring and tickets are going on sale or something some crap like that right it was just kind of Holy freaking crap. Out, so so they pretty much heard oh you just they, yeah they thought or I you said. make the play they said it's, it's amazing how that works like one little thing like this time i searched something on google then the next thing i know i get like 30 40 advertisements for that shit i'm like jesus christ and then you just gotta put it up there you know yeah like especially if you're shopping for something close yeah. or whatever um you know what it is um it's like amazon is so big now and, and this this is one thing that's scary amazon is getting so big that i'm very afraid of mom and pop shops are not going to survive and the thing is once once everybody buys from amazon and all the mom and pop shops are gone amazon can charge any price they want for things because they're the only game in town yeah, and that's like a monopoly, and that's good. that's very scary. Um, they can decide this apple is twenty dollars. You're gonna have to pay twenty dollars for a fucking apple. That, that's gonna happen, and what will happen from that will be another company where you can. There's always gonna be a competitor. Oh, you gotta have a competitor. There, yeah. be, it's like a, it'll be a whole new type of space war. And uh, the other thing too is that people don't realize that. Uh, Stuff made in Asia is better quality than it's ever been. It's just as good as whatever's made here, but much cheaper. Um, it's kind of like when Pittsburgh started to uh, sell steel. Or oh, yeah. Steel went over to, I think China took over that. Yeah. Making steel. And, I mean, it's still steel is my point. <laughs> you know? yeah. so, but Pittsburgh's not making steel anymore, which means no more jobs over there. But yeah. everyone's, that's... But they still got the U.S. Steel Company. That's still one of the premier steel. A lot of people say the steel from Pittsburgh is a lot better than what you get in China. It's steel, but the quality or just the way it, the, how the, the how long it lasts, the rust, the stuff. You know, you can all make steel, but it depends what kind of stuff you use it to make it and how long it's going to last. It's like Japan makes car, but some of those cars wants to break down. You know how hard it is to get the parts to replace them or fix it. The same thing like a Volkswagen or any of these fucking vehicles. You know what? <laughs> it's great that you have this eighty thousand dollar car, but now it broke down. It's going to take you a month to get the part. That reminds me of when um, <laughs> reminds me of when Italy, Italy uh, uh, they sold the Lada, the Fiat Lada, to uh, Russia, and um, I mean the car was basically made out of very hard cardboard. Yeah. So uh, if uh, it rained a lot, you know. Better make sure that car was in the garage. Oh my God. <laughs> I think you too oh. has an early video with one of those oh, yeah? cars, those was, Ladas, yeah. Make out a car, that's that's fucking great. That's fucking wonderful. 
So, Gusa, man, thank you for your time and a great interview, brother. Yeah, man, thanks for having me here. Yeah, anytime. I'm glad you did. Uh, this will probably be up tomorrow, and you could probably um, you can listen to uh, um, Spotify, um, Apple uh, Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Stitchers. Um, radio pop every every single form of podcast that you can download the shows on and remember people don't get drunk get lumped <laughs> up have a good day and god bless oh no we're gonna get drunk <laughs> thanks Bobby. not bad 20